Hey love, we've made it to the official first episode of Whispers from the Warrior, a We Tribe podcast. My name is Candy McKeska, and I'm honored to be your source of empowerment. Last week, I shared with you a brief introduction to this podcast. This week, I'm looking forward to spending a bit more time with you. It's my goal moving forward to meet with you weekly, covering topics that are either on my heart in the moment or that you've personally shared with me. That being said, I want to invite you to stay connected through Facebook and Instagram, or you can contact me directly on my website, wetribe.life. Know that your voice holds value, and I deeply appreciate hearing from you. Your words of encouragement keep me going as well. I have spent several days writing notes, researching, and discussing with others the best topic for this first fuller-length episode. I wanted to give you words of wisdom, enlightenment, and maybe even a new perspective or two. I undeniably felt the pressure. What if I pick something that isn't relatable? What if no one listens anyway? Ugh. Isn't it crazy how quickly fear makes its way into our internal dialogue? I was in the moment of giving credit to the fact I had outdone myself in the way of overthinking that I also came to realize it's not the topic that makes a message. It's the authenticity of the speaker. Authenticity makes the message relatable. So, out go the notes. Most of them anyway. Does that sound good to you? Awesome. This week, while I was researching, I pulled up some past direct messages that I had received. These messages were a significant reminder of timing. I can't say enough how learning to trust the process has affected my life. When I first read these messages, I wanted to immediately contribute to each person's healing. I now understand why the current moment was not the time to jump into action. I not only needed to focus on my own healing at that time, I wanted a larger platform to speak from. Well, here we are. These stories I read and reread and have recently revisited were in response to a post I made that said something like, If I ask you to list the things you love, how long would it take for you to name yourself? I had read this question somewhere during the timeline the post was made, maybe on Pinterest or Instagram even. I don't exactly remember, but I found it to be incredibly thought-provoking. I had read, if I asked you to list the things you love, and immediately started taking a mental inventory my children, my husband, other loved ones, animals, my hobbies, coffee. (laughs) Naming myself didn't seem to even be an option within my list of loves. I began to wonder, how connected am I? I questioned my own self-love. Nothing makes me feel more uncomfortable than being caught off guard. 
I have to gain an understanding, regardless how insignificant the situation may seem at the time. But this was huge for me. How can the, quote, empowerment enthusiast not think to list herself when naming all of the things she loves? So I did what anyone else would do. I turned to Facebook. I wanted to know if anyone else felt the same way. The responses took no time to trickle in, and they came in different forms. Some were just reactions to the post, while others commented or sent direct messages. This question even sparked conversation in my own personal texts. People were beginning to pour the contents of their hearts based on the realization that they, too, didn't have a place on their own list of loves. I was and still am in shock and, to be honest, kind of excited. Why in the world would I fathom being excited over someone else's heartbreak? Because it means I am exactly where I need to be. I am right in the center of this epidemic. People are lonely, they've lost connection, and they are suffering from lack of self-love. What do we do now? What did all of this mean? Well, for some, it was a confirmation to what they already knew. They themselves weren't a priority in their own life. However, they were taking this as an opportunity to share where and why they fell out of favor with themselves. They vowed to recommit to the commitment of self-love. For others... It was as if I had virtually slapped them in the face. Most assuredly, that was not my intention. But if a wake-up call was necessary in their life, I'm happy to have dialed their number. They were crying out for guidance, at best a direction. Where in the world does a person begin to love themselves? After all, how could they really love themselves? How could anyone love them at all? The empath in me was crying and my own heart was breaking. I felt familiar emotions that stirred within me at the beginning of my own self-love journey. And it makes me a bit emotional now, just revisiting the thought of that time in my life. The acknowledgement of self-love looks different for all of us. Though there are many similarities... Every one person has a journey unique to them. What we all had to accept early in our personal discovery is this. It's not anyone's job to love you. It's yours. It's your job to love you. It's your duty. It is your obligation. It is your right it is your privilege to love you. I've heard so many reasons, no excuses. I have heard so many excuses as to why a person wasn't capable of truly loving self. Most came down to feelings of unworthiness, as if Love is some achievement you unlock after defeating the boss at the end of a level. 
If you have believed love is a reward for good behavior or a flawless appearance, let me give you a valuable, life-altering nugget of truth. The only action you need to take to be worthy of receiving love is making the decision to do so. That's it. No gimmick, no fine print. The only thing you need to love yourself is to make the decision to love yourself. The very fact that you exist is enough to solidify your worthiness of love. I'm looking at a graphic I saved from Marissa Donnelly that fits beautifully with our current conversation. It says, this is your reminder that you, in your current skin, in your natural state, in simply being, are enough. You don't have to shape or change. You don't have to be perfect, pushing away every mistake and blemish and bruise. You don't have to beat yourself up for mistakes of the past, for the times you lost your way, for the way you doubt, even when you know doubt is filled with lies. You are enough. How does that make you feel hearing you are enough? Say it out loud. I am enough. Go on. I know it may seem a little silly, but humor me. Go ahead. With honest emotion, speak the words, I am enough. Did you notice the difference? Did something inside of you shift from when you heard the words as compared to when you spoke them? If you felt a sense of empowerment and pride, both hearing and speaking, I am enough, great. That's how you should feel. However, if you felt a bit uncertain hearing those words and then solidified your uncertainty by speaking them aloud to yourself, that's great too. Why is that great? Because you've reached a pivotal moment in your life. The very moment of uncertainty is where the magic happens. Your next step is most crucial. What happens next has the ability to be a major game changer. Remember, there is no shame in being uncertain. Questioning everything is one of our finest gifts as human beings. It's a gift I'm certain many humans have forgotten. Uncertainty is one of our basic human needs. Without it, life would be, well, certain. It would be definite and predictable. And frankly, it would be boring. Now is the moment in your uncertainty, to make the choice either 
to believe you are enough just the way you are or continue moving forward with your self-doubt. I'm going to guess with that doubt resides a bit of self-sabotage as well. Am I right? I'm pretty sure I'm right. I know this and I'm capable of recognizing it because I too have encountered self-sabotage on more than one occasion. In fact, I still suffer from it daily. It's a conscious effort I make to talk to myself with love. I am never exempt from these discussions, and oftentimes I conduct them as if I'm speaking directly to myself. So let's focus for a minute on the power of your words. Spoken aloud or internally, you hear them. You feel them. They make up your thoughts. You can't escape them, but you can change them. If you think something long enough, it becomes your belief. What you believe is in fact your reality. Your thoughts become your belief, and your belief creates your reality. Your thoughts become your belief, and your belief creates your reality. One more time. Now pay really close attention. Your thoughts become your belief, and your belief creates your reality. How absolutely amazing and slightly intimidating is that? You have the absolute power to alter your reality simply by changing your mind. I told you, this is where the magic happens. This concept always makes me look at mind over matter with more respect. It's not just a silly phrase. There's so much truth within those three words. Speaking, I am enough, making those words the foundation of your internal dialogue can significantly reroute your path. You may not feel it yet. You may not even believe it yet. And that's okay. Remember, if you think it long enough, you will believe. Once you believe it, you will feel it. From the inside out, you will know you are enough. That, my friend, is love. Loving yourself through your doubt. One of my favorite quotes and the reason behind the title of this podcast says, Fate whispers to the warrior. You cannot withstand the storm. The warrior whispers back, I am the storm. It may seem like you're in the eye of the storm that is causing unmeasurable damage to your surroundings. I'm here to remind you to shift your perspective. Change your mind. It's not the damages you're assessing. 
It's in fact your breakthrough coming to life. Your path is being cleared of its chaos. You don't have to wait for the storm to pass before you fall in love with your life. The time to love is now. You are the storm. You are enough. I want you to practice this affirmation. I am worthy of love and belonging. Will you do that? Say it out loud. I am worthy of love and belonging. Will you do that? Write it down on a post-it note. Take a dry erase marker to your mirror. Make it your screensaver. Whatever you can think to plaster this affirmation on, do it. I am worthy of love and belonging. Every word you speak is an affirmation. Let's start affirming your worthiness, shall we? Go forward this next week and remember who you are. Be brave enough to be real just the way you are. Until next time. Much love to you.